Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. As love is just beginning, our adventure never ends. The saga of the heroes that they call the Dragon Friends. A lot can happen in a day or two. Two days ago, you were just a tri- trio of failed adventurers, wasting time in a scar-themed tavern in Daggerford. <laughs> now you're on the run for a murder you didn't commit, being chased by the Duke's men and a Grand Inquisitor to boot. In Daggerford, we met Kithisi Galantara, a paladin who offered to escort you the two-day ride to Waterdeep, and you're on your way to the city and hopefully safety. Now, since then, things have taken a turn for the worse, and you found yourselves trapped by a surprisingly litigious hobgoblin camp, being tried for a murder that you didn't, um, for a murder that you did commit, and a whole slew of new crimes that you don't really understand. Big on crime, this group. Big on crime. Mm-hmm. The camp-appointed lawyer Gribbets has explained that things looked a lot better for you once Ribbets. Filge accidentally got herself appointed hobgoblin chief justice. But things never go simply, and responding to some ancient orcish instinct, Filge has decided to let the trial continue, and for the rest of the day you find yourselves subjected to a barrage of strange and humiliating hobgoblin customs in order to prove your innocence. Which one's the worst one? Or the strangest. Um, probably the the trial of the trial of exploding pies wasn't very good. Right. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Hang on. Are they all pie based? <laughs> because, <laughs> because the first it's one a was... pie based system of justice. <laughs> but the first but, one was... but different meanings of the word pie. So the, the one is next one is evolves like circles and <laughs> sure. radius and what are the other ones? Circumferences. One <laughs> of them you have to. There's read just a... two tests. There's just oh two really? Tests. Yeah. The third one you have to read a book by Jan Martel. <laughs> 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 the tiger was CGI. By the end of the day, you are all exhausted, angry, and thoroughly covered in pie and goblin sick. Filge retires to her inauguration party and is led off on a palanquin carried by bugbears while you are left to face her judgment, read out by a goblin foreman. Yeah, so we actually asked Alex to write Filge's judgment for us. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Goblin Foreman, will you please read it? So the Foreman Goblin uh, takes the uh, stand and goes, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> Filge forget who is baddie, been eat many grapes. Filge sentence Bobby and Friezo to death and then has crossed out death and written community service in Hobgob nursing home. <laughs> Signed, Filge the Merciful. As she's led off to her party where the grapes and festivities await, you are in turn led back to a small, empty, filthy hut where the door is locked behind you in order to sleep, to wait for the justice team to take you away to the nursing community where you will presumably live out your days and to ask yourselves the question of why you ever made friends with a half-orc in the first place. And for some reason, Gribbets is locked in with you. (laughs) Guys, gotta say, this does not feel fair. 
Should we just go with this and go to the nursing home and live out our days there, helping out the old and the sick? Well, yeah, so long as we come back every month and record the podcast of us, like, eating <laughs> bedpans. <laughs> um, Guys, the thing is, old people have, like, heaps of wisdom. So... Let's take the opportunity to learn a thing or two. Well, Let me just fact check how, that. How, oh, untrue. <laughs> how thin of the, uh, are the walls of the hovel? Uh, the, ho- the, the hovel is basically made of rough slatted wood held together by mud and dung. All right. Um, there's a... Just like shoulder to Lean on it. <laughs> there's... Um, the door was... It was not barred. It actually has a lock in it. Um, and inside there's just some straw. I'm going to use a piece of straw to unpick that dumb lock. Okay. You still have your lock picking tools, but you I don't need, I, the thing is I don't need them. I'm a picket with a piece of straw. All right. Okay. Well, so that is a nice lock. That lock is a lock picking roll with disadvantage. So take two dice <laughs> and the lowest number is the success. 8 and four. an 8 and a 4. All right. You break the piece of straw. <laughs> I use my lock picks. All right. Make it It's just one roll this time. One 17. roll. 17. 17. Congratulations. Um, the you hear you fiddle with it for a little bit, and when the straw breaks, I think you try to cover it by making it look like you were just gauging the depth or something that you yeah. knew what you were doing. I totally was. And then you hear the click, um, that means that you know that the lock has opened and the door swings slightly ajar. All right, we need to get our weapons. I think I peek out and see if I can see our weapons. Okay, make a perception check for me, because it's night. This is a medium, so DC 15. 16. Yeah, okay, congratulations. So, just outside, you can see two hobgoblins, each with a flagon of some kind of mushroom beer, having an animated argument with each other. In the shadows behind them, you can see the shape of what you think is Kithis' wagon. All right. Well, what other shapes could that be? (laughs) (laughs) I just... The way you said that, it sounded like... Oh, it looks like it is his wagon, but it's actually a wagon dragon. Whoa, you idiots. That's true. It got eaten by a wagon it dragon. Could, it could be a wagon dragon. Rookie fucking error, mate. <laughs> Rookie error. Run in the opposite direction. <laughs> All right, so do, is this a universe where wagon... <laughs> Think carefully what your question is. Is the wagon attached to the horse? No, there are no horses. Just There's just a wagon-shaped... It's either a wagon or it's a sleeping wagon dragon. You can't tell. Is it a wagon dragon led by horses? <laughs> there right, are no horses. All right, let's get a horse then. Are, are there horses nearby? Can I roll uh, perception can I, check? Can I whistle? Because uh, apparently oh. in all these sorts of like role-playing things, if you whistle right, a horse just appears. Also, also can't you speak to they horses? Actually, they were Kithis's horses. Yeah, so they, if you they, train them to do I that. I did train them to do that. Uh, so I'm doing a whistle check. <laughs> that's going to be a perform. That's performs. So that's a charisma check. Uh, 14. Okay, you make a high-pierced whistle noise and two things happen. First of all, you do notice, um, you notice that no horses stir in the wagon shape. And secondly, one of the hobgoblins says, Uh, what's that? <laughs> what uh, was that noise? Uh, uh, I'm going to do another whistle, like a bird, more of a bird whistle to cover the previous whistle. Okay. <laughs> so, so the hobgoblins more go of like a, let it, well, let I'll roll and I'll tell you how the whistle sounds. Okay. Uh, so... It was a six. (laughs) (laughs) 
So one hobgoblin, the hobgoblin that said, hey, what was that? Uh, the other one says... I think oh. you should be rolling in a post-perception check. Well, actually, I'm going to use... I'm, I'm going to use their passive perception, which is just a flat ten. So, I'm unfortunately... You, guys. you oh. heard the bird. <laughs> uh, they got an 18. Well, that was a passive perception check, so... But you've nailed that passive perception, Ben. <laughs> um, they, so, the hobgoblins spin around. They're both drunk, um, trying to focus at the hazy shapes behind them, and for a second, they seem confused. One of them... They're like, is that a wagon or a wagon dragon? Is that a bird or a whistle, man? I don't know. I'm in so much trouble. <laughs> All right. I, do we overhear them say that they're in trouble? Um, no, this is, this is Kithisi's moment. So, Kithisi, oh. what's your response? Uh, look, I think what I need to do is convince them a little more that I'm a bird. Um, <laughs> so, I'm going to hastily grab whatever kind of, yeah, some straw, some straw. sort of stuff it down my bodice. <laughs> of course. Um, like a, like grab, a... grab some sticks with like leaves on the end to make wings. <laughs> um, just pout my lips out real hard and just. Flap. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna stop you. I think I've got the gist of what you're saying now. Just to rem- so we can I'm impersonating all impersonating a bird. So we can all enjoy the stats. Um, we have to at this point. The dungeon master has to set a difficulty check. Uh, so how difficult is it for charisma fifteen? Mate. Oh, well, but how difficult is it? And the hobgoblins are drunk. The hobgoblins are drunk. I'm gonna say it's also, very hard. Also, you're a hard. plus seven bird, Marge. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. Says it right here. Um, so I'm gonna say that, that is a DC. 25. I'm going to give you advantage because they are drunk, so you get two dice in the highest roll. Yeah, on a 20-sided dice, plus two, needing to beat 25. Mm-hmm. He's he done it! <laughs> Nine. Alright. One of the hobgoblins pitying you stops you as you're scrabbling for straw. Hey, I know you're not a bird. <laughs> hey, we were just going to just let see how this plays out. Clive wanted to. Clive was like, let's just see what she does next. Let's see if she makes some more stupid. And I was like, nah, let's just fair cop. You're not a bird. (laughs) And I felt like I needed to tell you that. I wanted to be a doctor. (laughs) (laughs) And and you know what? Making a little stethoscope out of straw doesn't make me. Hey, how old are you? Oh, I'm I'm 18. It's not too late for you to be a doctor. Yeah. What? I always thought that if I wasn't a doctor by 18, then that's it for me. Clive, no, Clive says, stop it, she's trying to use her ways on you. Clive, you can, you know what? You can bloody get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you could, just two more years, you could go back to university and mature age student. You don't uh, have to worry about your, your you know, your entrance exam. <laughs> Do you want to be a doctor or not? Oh yeah, ever since I was a little boy. What are your marks like in school? <laughs> this is Dr. Wizard. <laughs> oh, a real-life doctor? He yeah. can use his magic to turn you into a doctor. Ask me anything, oh, I'm no. a real doctor. <laughs> oh, gosh, well, you think if I went to doc- doctor school, I could become a doctor? Well, you've got to work very hard to be a doctor like me. Oh, boy, I used to study all the time, and I certainly... I've got want- this rash! And then he pulls <laughs> up... <laughs> The only thing that'll solve that is this knife. <laughs> oh, sorry, that knife. Can I borrow your knife? <laughs> Dave? I think that this is perhaps a persuasion check, Frizo. All right. Oh, I 
no, I'm not meant to give him a knife I'm to anybody. I'm going to call this a moderate check of DC 15 because it's a very stupid hobgoblin. All right, well, I'm just saying charisma plus three. Yeah, so beat 15. Eight plus three, 11. I do not beat 15. I'm going to keep my knife, I think, actually. <laughs> Clive, sorry about shouting you before. Just get a little bit cross when you interrupt. <laughs> Clive says, you know what, maybe... Uh, uh, this, I know I'm no I'm wasted, but maybe maybe we should go and get someone and see if this is okay. Before you do that, <laughs> why don't you get our weapons for us? Uh, because they're like doctor's weapons, and you could I could show you how to use them. Oh, that sounds pretty good, actually. <laughs> that sounds pretty good, Clive. They're, yeah, they're tools for doctoring. Why don't you guys go check out that wagon-shaped object over there and see what it is? Um. Okay, this will get, their suspicion is already aroused, so if this doesn't succeed, I'm afraid that they're going to start thinking pretty badly of you, but it's DC 15, and you can take it, Kid the Sea, because this was your okay. idea. A persuasion check? Mm-hmm. i got plus five to persuasion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> with she my, has rolled a two. With my plus five, that's a seven. Mate, you're not a bird. <laughs> you can't have my knife. And I don't even reckon this wizard counts a doctor. <laughs> Like I said, ask me anything. Ask me anything. No, this is bullshit. He starts to draw his sword. Yeah, and the other one gets out a bell and goes to ring the um, the bell that All he's right. holding. <laughs> <laughs> I, make, I make the sound of a bird to disguise the sound of the bell. Okay, we are going to go into initiative order. These hobgoblins, stupid that they be and not as stupid as you think they are. So... Um, we're gonna do. I'm gonna do this. I've actually pre-done initiative. So oh, right. first one up is Bobby. What do you do? Um, I tie their shoelaces together. <laughs> <laughs> you're behind the door, behind Frizo, and behind Kithisi, Just so you're aware. I tie their shoes. <laughs> don't tie my shoes together. <laughs> it's a good good idea. Shut the door. Let's do that. Let's okay. Start with that. All right. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um, so. Bobby shut, slams the door shut. Frieza, you're next. I say, it was all Gribbets' idea. Gribbets? Why'd you bloody tell us to do that for? Bloody Gribbets. Gribbets, you're next. Gribbets is like, to be honest, I forgot I was here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the record, Clive and, um, and James, Clive James, they call them as a, as a duo. For the record, guys, not really with these people. So um, I'm just going to be in here with my hay and... Uh, See, see you around, banana peel. <laughs> Next are the hobgoblins. First of all, one of the hobgoblins starts ringing a bell as loud as they can while taking a step back away from you and drawing a sword with their free hand. The other hobgoblin l wrenches the door open. <laughs> Just give me a minute, I gotta look for a bell. <laughs> Would you set it in? Like Just start, I'll, I'll, I can do a bell. <laughs> You rolled a six again. <laughs> Kithisi, are you trying to keep the door closed? Um, no, what I'm going to do is cast Cure Wounds to cure his rash and prove that I'm a doctor. <laughs> um, all right. I'm going to allow that. Now, the way we're going to do this is because you're lunging forward speaking in an eldritch tongue while trying to touch him, so he may assume the worst. So we're gonna, I want you to make a, a melee touch attack. So... Roll an attack, your attack dice, mm -hmm. and you want to beat the armor class, which is a measly 14, because it's, we're just doing touch. Uh, 11. Did you add your... I did. 
I know how to play this game. (laughs) You lunge forward with your hand, magic, all a flitter, and as you go to touch, he steps back and you accidentally hit your own knee, and which feels great now, I suppose. <laughs> but that takes up a spell slot. Um, the next up is Bobby again. No, kill the seeds, your go. That was, a, that was your attack of opportunity, so. Oh, right, uh, well, I'll punch him. Um, <laughs> for the next one, uh, can I use my other spell slot to do, do divine smite? I don't see why not. <laughs> Explode his head. Uh, here we go. Uh, that that connects. Yep. Uh, so it does uh, an extra two d eight radiant damage plus my basic unarmed damage. Oh so. wow! Okay. So tell me what that is. So twelve damage. Twelve damage. His face explodes, <laughs> and he doesn't think you're a doctor anymore. <laughs> I panicked. I panicked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I love that that played out in real in real time. That was me being like, wait, I got this, but zap, not back. <laughs> Oh, I kill your head, but oh, I'm out of spell slots. So is James dead now? Um, is that, was his name James? His name's James. Don't give him a name now that he's dead. <laughs> the one that wanted to be a doctor more yeah. than anything? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's dead. All right, so, so all that's left is Clive. Bobby, it's your go. <sighs> I come out, I open the door, I say, Clive. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, do you want your head exploded? <laughs> you go the guardhouse and you say it was an accidental ring of the bell or this lady right here this nice lady <laughs> will explode your head okay make an intimidate check this is with advantage because you outnumber him and that guy's head just exploded <laughs> you want to beat only dc 10 beat it beat it all right very nice yeah that sounds like a really good idea actually i reckon i'll do that have a great evening guys See ya! Does he walk past the wagon-shaped object? <laughs> um, yes, he does, which doesn't come to life and eat him. <laughs> Guys, we're safe. <laughs> I think we're cool. I think we should go to the wagon and grab our stuff and get out of here. Okay. Clive walks away unsteadily, partly because of the effects of the mushroom beer and partly because his best friend just died. Can't believe the last thing he said to me was that I was a fuckwit. <laughs> <laughs> You, as you approach, you see that it is indeed Kithisi's wagon. It has some, some of the um, rations and the untied down sort of, you know, food and clothing that Kithisi had has been ransacked. It looks like the lockbox is still there and there's still a tarp fast, firmly secured at the back, which is where all of your gear was. So it looks pretty legit. There are no horses, however, and it's a big, heavy thing and it's just sitting there. So I think we just take our gear and just run. And run yeah, probably. Run. run. Yeah, I, I need some time to put my armor on, but uh, apart from that, we can. <laughs> All right. Well, we're leaving her behind. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I'll grab my. I'll grab my stuff. Come on, let's go. All right. So we're running. Okay. We're so running. who's grabbing the stuff? Uh, we're all grabbing our own stuff. Yep. Could... <laughs> Benny, you on the phone? Sorry, I got a pizza on the way. <laughs> no, no, that's legit. It's a classic Dungeons you and Dragons ma- move. I hope you added Mountain Dew. Are you, are you, is this, are you serious? <laughs> See, you know, the most, the most disappointing thing about that exchange is that he was off mic, so it won't be part of the podcast. <laughs> 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, we, we can proceed without. All right, so we escape. Right. We're running away. Okay, um, let's actually... Blinky blonk, blinky blonk. All right, so... Now that's a bird. <laughs> yeah. From inside the camp, you hear Clyde be like, stars. is that a bird? You start rummaging around inside the, um, in the, in the dark, inside the wagon. And I want all of you actually to very quickly for me make a perception check, DC 10. Tell me if anyone fails. I fail. I fail. What's uh-huh. it, 10? I fail. You guys are just rolling 17, up. 17, yo. All right. Nailing it. Bobby, as you are rummaging around, you suddenly realise and you are about to say, no, wait, I think there's a hobgoblin sleeping in here when the two of them just sort of grab the top and just knock it aside. <laughs> Inside, there's a sleeping hobgoblin. Go to sleep, <laughs> little gob. Dream of dreams that are sleepy. Don't wake up. Please don't wake up. Please don't wake up. Does that work, Dave? <laughs> I've got a plus 19 in singing. <laughs> um, Did you just call him a little gob? <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to... That's, a very, offensive, that's a very offensive term in the Hobgoblin world, I would think. Though um, the Hobgoblin does not respond... I do have plus five in performance. It does not respond to non-magical singing as a means of falling asleep. It's, but it's completely confused. It's obviously off its face, and it doesn't know what's happening. You, as you continue to grab your armour and weapons around, it just sort of mutters... Yeah. Hey, mate, it's a, this is a dream you're what? having. Oh, I'm all of your ex-girlfriends. Oh. <laughs> you're at school doing a test, but you're naked and didn't study. Oh. The dream starts going bad. Oh, no. There's so many birds. <laughs> <laughs> and the hot goblin just sort of like turns, like grabs the top and wraps. That was a 19 for it. performance? <laughs> yep. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, you've terrified him. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, while the goblin whimpers... Um, and remembers failed dates from Goblin High School. <laughs> That's my favourite TV show, by the way. It's <laughs> so actually Jad Apatow's first. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> you guys managed to grab your gear. Uh, now, it's the middle of the night, some bell- the bells have been ringing, but to be honest, the camp doesn't sound... It's very hard to tell the difference between a Hobgoblin camp that is rousing because people are breaking out in a hobgoblin camp that's having a chief justice inauguration party. Like, it's just loud and people are ringing shit and they're drinking. So you can't tell if you should be getting a hoof on, but you feel like probably you getting should. Getting a what on? A hoof on. We dress as horses oh. and run. <laughs> I get my hoof on. Uh, so you guys, get, you go. We're yeah. going. We're and as it. we're running away, I say, listen, Gribbits, about before. <laughs> and Gribbits is like, am I still here? <laughs> Look, I'm so- Gribbits, I'm very sorry that I did try to sell you, sell you out before, yeah. but I think you should come along with us. It'll be a very fun... We could use a lawyer, and do, I think you should come. Do you know what, guys? When you put it like that, you can absolutely get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gribbits, well, now I'm going to threaten you, and if you don't come, we'll kill you. So. Okay, uh, that's an intimidation check. All right, and I roll a 16. Okay, I'm on the way. <laughs> 
Oh, plus my charisma. That's a 19. Yeah, yeah. Gri Gribbets is staying. Gribbets is hanging around. Yep. Um, I will come. Fun fact. Uh, did just shit myself. <laughs> uh, who's leading the way in, through this? Um, yeah. Oh, everyone's looking at me. Sorry. Yep. yep. All right. Go, go, okay, excellent. So, are you sneaking? Are you running? What's. Uh, Kithisu does not sneak. She used the magnets in her head because she's a bird. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't pay him any attention. It just gives him power. Uh, um, yes, I lead the way. Uh, I'm swaggering. All right. As you um, make your way towards the outskirts of the camp, you start seeing less and less tents. That means that you're. Fewer and fewer tents. Do you... Past tense? You know, he can just give you a heart attack, right? <laughs> he can just do that. He can just be like, you get a heart... Ah, oh, see ya. Like... Hang on, and then I look on the distance and go, whoa, 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 whoa. It's two tents. Because <laughs> <laughs> there are two tents, but it's also... Two tents. Got yeah. a bit uncomfortable. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, yeah so, so I guess all the tents... I got drunk before the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, I'm trying to, yeah, okay, so you make your way through the tents uh, until you've gone past the tents. Past so they're, they're in past tents yeah, now? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Perfect tents, imperfect tents, well, you all, perfect tents. You all get heart attacks. Passive tents. <laughs> all right. Um, no, you make your way out. You make your way out through the camp, um, and you're in luck. The hobgoblins are, have, as, as the... Fastidious, fastidious as they are in the law, they are shit at guarding a camp. They're all sleeping and drunk. You manage to make your way to the road, and as the sun begins to rise, you realize that you have escaped and kidnapped a goblin lawyer, and everything <laughs> is looking up. Congratulations oh. for escaping from Daggerford and the hobgoblin camp of Frisco, the mad judge. You all go up a level, so congratulations. Oh. We all jump up into the air and freeze. <laughs> And burn a spell slot. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is true. This is true. I haven't done this yet. So, Kithisi, you started as a level two. Yeah. But we are going to let you guys all uh, level up at this point. So, I've got new character sheets for you all. Oh, boy. Uh, you guys know what leveling up is, right? In Dungeons & Dragons? Sometimes we gain a level. Yeah. These guys have. So, that didn't explain anything. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. You know what leveling up is? Sometimes it, it happens. Basically, <laughs> basically leveling it's like up, puberty. Le leveling up is your birthday. It's like your D&D &D birthday. You get a bunch of presents uh, and you can suddenly do... And you get erections. Yeah. <laughs> and hair where there wasn't before. So, um, Bobby, uh, can you just roll me an eight-sided dice quickly for your hit points? Four. Congratulations. All right, you now have 15 hit points. Yes. Oh, my God. And you also have... Pizza! You ordered, did you order two pizzas for yourself? Six of us. I'm just going to ignore you. You have 15 hit points, and Thanks, you now have Ian. the ability cunning action, which means that you can hide, you can dash, you can do, you can run away, all as a bonus action. So you've just become a little bit more mobile. I've been, I'm the most powerful coward in the world. <laughs> <laughs> if you choose to play it that way, Frizo, can you roll a d8? I rolled a five. All right, congratulations. You. Um, have 19 hit points yes. now and you because you have reached level two as a warlock we are going to take a little sidebar for a second and i want to know a little bit more about why you're a warlock so uh it's all i've ever known i was I born that way born that way it's in my blood yep. i'd say it's i'd say it's warlock blood that yeah? i've got in me so the, the reason that i'm saying what was this the question sorry i forgot <laughs> 
you now are going to have to pick what your invocations are. Warlocks, the difference between warlocks and wizards is that they draw their power from a deal that they've made with a supernatural force. Like a devil, like a deal with the devil, so Do, I have to be really good at guitar. You need to decide how much interest you're paying on this deal. Doesn't need okay. to be with the devil, you could be, it could be with an, an ancient, yeah. well, this is falling like apart. Bank. It could be with an ancient one, it could be with the, the, the arch fae, for example, or it could be with a devil or demon. All right. I will choose, uh, because which of these is most likely to make me sick on guitar? Probably the devil. I will be... What was that? Cthulhu. Why should I go with Cthulhu? If you wanted to be... You're, you're all very big fans of tentacles, and I suspect that given the crossover between D&D and anime, this is going to go to a very unsavory place. Yeah, a vagina. <laughs> um... Yeah, All so, right, so I'll, I'll go with Cthulhu. Cthulhu, okay. So C you, can Cthulhu live? Uh, so this is, this is make you a warlock that really likes True Detective. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, congratulations. So you have a deal with some ancient elder gods that slumber. You uh -huh. should think a little bit, and you can tell me maybe after the break about how you talked to them, how you made this deal. Oh, how about two cans and a piece of string? Does that work? It's a hell of a long piece of string. Yeah, it's a magical piece of string. It goes from here to the netherworld. All right, you, you have a can with a magical piece of string. Basically, and I put it up to my ear to hear, and then I talk into it, and then they can hear. And then you hear voices in your head that tell you to kill people with witch bolts. Sure, yeah. All right, okay, let's not delve too deep into that mania. I'm happy with that. All right, so you guys make your way towards the city of Waterdeep. This is where you're from, isn't it, Bobby? Yeah, man. Waterdeep is a super cool place, guys. I think you'll really like it. Uh, I'll take you to all my old haunts. There's a really cool uh, strip tavern that I used to go to. <laughs> what was it called? It was called Wenches, Wenches, Wenches. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's pretty much where I hung out. <laughs> so we'll go there and see Tabitha. <laughs> Tabitha. Yeah. So you just She's like a sister to me. <laughs> Let's not delve too deep into that either. All right, so you, you guys find your way and across the day you make your way towards the city gates. You're not anticipating too much trouble here. The city is famous for its open door policy. It's a... Much like wenches, wenches, wenches. <laughs> it's a melting pot of races. Much like wenches, wenches, wenches. <laughs> Organisations and... Um, has its own spin-off board game. <laughs> yeah, it has its own spin-off board game. <laughs> Which you could buy from the people that support us. Good Game Australia, because I see them here tonight. Um, very, very well done. You arrive at the gates, um, and where there is a, you slot yourselves into a queue of people who are waiting to gain access to the city. And straight away, Bobby, something strikes you as strange. The normal, traditional, bored, lazy, inept great cloaks of the Waterdeep City Watch are nowhere to be seen. Instead, in their place at the gates, investigating wagons and turning people away, are two giant golden men. Um, constructs. Automata. Are they Oscars? <laughs> <laughs> they look, to the untrained eye, they look a little bit like Oscars. Okay, okay cool. <laughs> <laughs> Um, these giant metal men, um, which are, you know, something like... Guys, these, something's weird. There's not usually C-3PO's here. <laughs> Do the they're, robot dance. Do the robot dance. Just, well, just like... Right past them. 
They're like eight feet tall as well. They're quite they're quite large. Right. Um, I got the Imperial right this time. <laughs> what, so are they are they inspecting wagons or something? They're they are fulfilling the role of the city watch, but they're giant robots. And that's you're a, very that's soon. That's a lot to spend on wagons. You're very inspectors. soon going to be at the front of the queue. Well, uh, we can we can we see if anyone is getting stopped for any reason or something? Or? Um, yeah, the the human in front of you seems to be getting through. There was a gnomish family of refugees before them who have been turned away, who got Ooh, really political. angry but then moved yeah. away. Um, that's all you've seen. Well, we haven't done anything wrong that I can remember. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we just go. Yeah, we'll just uh, well, play, play it cool. Do you want to do you want to hide under like the horse blanket? No, because because Bobby's. Bobby's from like on here, each other's so, shoulders. so shouldn't Bobby just lead the way? Yeah. You seem pretty confident, Bobby. Yeah, I'm cool. We'll be, uh, yeah, we'll just, uh, just you make, wait, wait our turn, guys. You Come make on. your way to the front of be the... Be cool! Everyone be cool! <laughs> the front of the queue, and Frizo is only sweating perceptibly. Everyone else is getting away with it. And the robot turns, the nearest robot turns and faces you and says... Uh, hello! <laughs> really? You describe them as robots? Hello. I presume these are Warforged. Greeting automaton. <laughs> one zero one 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 zero one. <laughs> you uh, <laughs> halfling detected. Bad. Sorry, you say Bobby the halfling. Uh, I'm um. What was that halfling surname? Bobby Pancakes. Shut <laughs> up. Frizo says helpfully. <laughs> Guys, it's Bobby Pancakes. The mouthy wizard elf cannot enter either. Only humans. Since when? <laughs> Recently. <laughs> well, you will be getting a letter from our lawyer, right, Gribbets? <laughs> I forgot I was here. <laughs> Gribbets versus robot. Gribbets versus robot. It's an outrage. This is true because um, come on, Gribbets. Actually, yeah, Gribbets uh, is Gribbets is part of the Southlands Poverty Center, you know, for um, yeah, okay, civil cool. liberties. Yep, yep, okay, sure, cool. Um, g'day. Um, yeah, you can't be going on about my clients with um, and then he kind of leans in the road, but it's like, look, if you could just like, my heart's really not in this, and um, if you could just arrest all of these people. <laughs> And, and then the robot is like, non-human, and then backhands Gribbets. And Gribbets flies six feet back into the mud. That's how you do a bird. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so at this point, uh, Kithasi, being a human, uh, says, may I pass? Um, no, certainly. Please enjoy this gift basket of seasonal fruits. Wait, Kithasi, <laughs> where, where are you going? Well, I feel really bad, like, one of my laws, law number two, is never lie or cheat. And I know, I know, I'm not actually a bird, though. And I know <laughs> I had you guys convinced. I feel really bad about it, so I'm going to do some penance, and then I'm probably going to play 40k for a bit. What, what, and what is, pray tell, 40k? It's a better game than this. Is this Jordan talking or Kithisi? Is Kithisi, no. is Kithisi going no, to Kithisi like... Kithisi loves 40k. Right, is, is she going to like the old games workshop in Waterdeep <laughs> yeah, or whatever? Which is actually a workshop. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Kithisi, are you you're just leaving? Yeah. <laughs> I got him to the city. Fuck this. I'm going to fucking... I'm casting... What can I cast? Something. 
<laughs> and as Kithisi enters through the gates, the robots turn on you and start pushing you back, pushing you back. You have to decide what you do, and we will find out what the party does in the next adventure of Dragon Friends. Thank you very much. The Dragon Friends are Alex Lee, Michael Hing, and Simon Greiner in a DM by Dave Harmon with NPC voices by Ben Jenkins. Shakira Khan designs our website. The podcast is mixed and edited by Ben and recorded live at Giant Dwarf Theatre with music and live accompaniment by Benny Davis. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.